Welcome to Dark Fire Tavern, Episode Two. Uh, my name is JF, better known as Darth Frog, and with me is Prabhu, better known as Narakesari. How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, dude, all good, all good. What about you? Oh, pretty good, especially after all those uh, sweet, sweet comments that we got from our episode one. I thought the reception was quite nice. Yep, thank you, guys. It was really well appreciated, and thanks for all the feedback as well. A lot of people were asking, like, you know, they're looking forward to the next episode or whatever, and we didn't have a set schedule, per se. But I think uh, we're going to try something probably once a week, if we can, like no promises, in the middle of the week, so that we can actually touch on weekend events quickly and new updates, hint, hint, things like that. Yeah, I think that works out well, and especially with the events and stuff like that, it'll be a good recap, and it'll be a good way for us to... Touch on what's current. Yeah. Speaking of current, something really cool happened today. Not only was it update day, but something really neat happened. It was a really cool update called Deeper Dungeons. Tell us a little bit about that, Prabhu. Oh, Deeper Dungeons. Looked at it. I was like, okay, what is this? Jumped in and typically I was thinking, okay, grab my typical team. And all of a sudden I was like locked out of 90% of my heroes. I'm like, ooh, okay. So basically, so we tie it in to whatever element the elemental dungeon is on that day. So today was of water essence, right? All our water heroes. Yeah. So I go in and I was like, okay, cool. Level one, nice and easy, breeze through it, full DPS team. Level two, same thing. Level three, yeah, it's getting a little bit harder. Level four, I end up losing over half my team. I finished the level with two of my heroes left. I'm like, okay. Time for me to bring in the healer and a tank. (laughs) (laughs) I just barely scraped this. And for sure, I'm like level five, bring in healer and a tank. This should be a lot easier because considering I did still finish level four. And I go with Crusoe and Imani. And I'm fortunate enough to have them all leveled up and decent skills on them. And Imani, four crit bolts, so he has a lot of heals coming in. And oh my god. It was insane. It was insane. I started I started a little bit different than you. I was like, ooh, just water. That's pretty interesting. I actually really like that concept of, hey, make me use some heroes I'm not used to playing with. And so I brought in, you know, the usual suspect, Ming, Zhu, Yara. I put in my Cruzo. I put in Mani right away. And I forget who else I brought in along. I think Leers. So I was just like, all right, this is really cool. I don't know what to expect. So I'm like, right away, remove the auto. This is something new. I like to do it on manual because that's to me that's fun. I'll go through it. It's like, hey, that's pretty fun. Okay, that was. I didn't need to be on uh, on manual when I'm like, ah, this is fun. I'll I'll do it anyway. So level two, same thing. It's like, ooh, it's like pretty good. And keep going down. And then when I got to five, I'm like, I think I can do this. And not a chance. Those little six level sixty skeletons. Those little skellies were just. <laughs> And it was like when I was throwing the, the Mings to a triple wave and uh, it was just like, uh, they're not even half dead after that for skeletons. <laughs> I'm like, I don't stand a chance. And when I looked at the cost, once I failed, it was like the cost to reopen it. And I'm like, nope, not spending that. Well, I went on the other route. I'm like, for science, let's spend the 350 gems and go back in. And I'm going to take I want as a tank. I want as a nice stun. It's AOE stun. So my first team was Ruzo, Imani, Mingzu, Lurz, and I can't remember who it was. But I, uh, oh, and Salva, right? And I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to drop Salva out and I'm going to take in Raul. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's try this. 
you know what? I got past the skeletons, the summoners, and the big guy. I go face to face with some green shades, and they wipe my team. <laughs> I use three resurrection stones to get past them. To come up against these fireworms, they basically slotted my team in a matter of seconds. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I went in there and I was like, I still felt pretty good. I was like, okay, I still got my whole team. I've just scraped by. Well, I wouldn't say I scraped by. I died, right? I used three resurrection stones. That was only on the third level, and there's still two more levels to go. I'm like, I can't be using two or three resurrection stones <laughs> level on this. So, so now, this and, is insane. And for anybody who doesn't know out there, probably there he's got he's at level forty three, full set of uh, fully leveled up epic gear. Like there's no going in with rare gear here. Leveled heroes, mostly at least twenty two plus for most of your rares. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing, mm -hmm. uh, not weak, and we're getting crushed. Uh, my account is also not uh, is not weak by any stretch of the imagination, and. I haven't heard of anybody who got past uh, level five. So that's totally end game material right there, which is good. But what's even cooler is it's a new twist on the game. We haven't had anything like this thrown at us since I started. It's always been the same things with some tweaks, a little thing here and there. But this is something completely new. Do you want to delve into it a little bit there for us? Okay, so once you go in there, you get these you get these souls, and you collect these souls, and once you reach a certain amount, you then unlock ability or a or well, basically the soul to assist you in battle. Think of it as a sixth gear slot, right? So you currently have your attack, defense, and magic gear. And you can think of this as your sixth gear slot, per se. Because it gives you a buff. Some of the buffs we've seen today is fast damage, additional protection on it, etc. as well, right? So I think you got the shaded on Discord was 13 damage, 14 prot, right? And which is a decent buff for a level one skill for something for the first day that we've seen something. Right. And I can see these things scaling up to, okay, are we going to get a percentage damage increase? Are we going to get increased to crit chance or things like that? We, so especially like if we're running waves or boss events and you just want a little bit extra, right? You need a little bit extra damage. You need a little bit extra protection on your tank. Your certain DPS needs a little bit more health because they're down to the boss ability, right? Which is typically around the one minute mark. And you're like, okay, well, guess what? Yes, it. 10% increase to health all of a sudden, or extra 200 health, right? And things like this will all of a sudden will change things up because teams that weren't viable before become a lot more viable to you. Right. Because you have these extra buffs in there. And I think that's the really interesting part in there. From the different clans, etc. what buffs are we going to unlock? And because it's all random, right? It's how are we going to push this? And it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this and how well they use during the events. I guess we still have about a week and a half till the next major event. So we still have enough time to gather enough essence from all of the different dungeons. It'll be interesting to see as well whether the affinity is specific to each elemental type or is it general across the board, right? Because you have to level up the affinities. Yeah, I kind of get a feeling that it was going to be more tied to the, uh, the element itself. And I do like what you said, that it sounds like it's almost like a sixth gear slot, but it's uh, temporary and uh, whatnot. But overall, I think... It's a, it's a really neat idea. Souls. I mean, it's kind of cool. It brings a different aspect to the story of, of the game. And they can do some stuff now. Hint, hint to the developers. More lore, more story, more background on each character, except their, their little uh, blurbs. Anyways, 
end rant. But I think we'll be playing with it and find a little bit more. And I think it's it's going to be really fun for all, especially all the uh, the old guard to say it's like, hey, this is something new that to sink our teeth into and try to figure out because we've figured out quite a bit of the game now. It's but this is new. This is fun. And I think we should touch base on it again next time when we have a bit more information on it. Yep. No, definitely. I know Oscar promised us a bit more info on it. So yeah. we'll hold him to that. <laughs> so we'll move on from that since we only have so much information. We only saw it for a few hours so far since the uh since the update we did have something lined up for our regular what we wanted to talk about and uh it was the new uh the new toys that we got from the last event since now we've had some time to play with it uh and i'm talking mostly about the new tank rom and the new spell myconid our little mushroom friends. As soon as I saw the spell, I had a feeling it was going to turn something on its head. And Arena seems to be Super Mario? what it is. Super Mario? <laughs> Sorry. Whenever I see mushrooms, that's all that comes to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they do have uh, a mic in it in Yo. No, not Yoshi. What's the name of the uh, the mushroom guy? The Goombas. There you go. But <laughs> But you play both race and castle, right? Yep, I do. And Myconid has pretty much become a staple in both scenes, right? I mean, it's funny, something so new, everybody just adopted it straight away. They jumped on the back and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Right, okay, but um, here's a question for you. Where do you think it has more impact, in Castle or in Race? Castle, definitely. You see, because I think it's in race, right? So it basically gives you a stun for around uh, three, four seconds. And there's a few other things that you can use in race. So whirlwind, you could use that there. And so, or you could use days, etc. But in castle, because the, the goal of castle is basically to drop the tower in the castle, not to destroy the enemy team. It just allows you to control the match so much more, right? So as soon as you see the enemy team appearing, and if you have it in your hand, it's a three spell cost. And you can put it just before the enemy team, before they reach their tower. And all of a sudden, they haven't been able to push or they haven't gotten that initial push that they would have got. And you're so much closer towards your end goal. You have that initial stun off and you can follow it up immediately with a hero ability that would, for so example, Uof. You can basically use him to freeze the enemy team and then it's you're basically in control from that point onwards. Whilst in race, you have so much more in your arsenal to play around with. Uh, see, I'm going to throw this caveat out there. Myconid in Castle, yes, you're right. It does stop the push uh, right off the bat. If they have it or you have it, they don't. Huge advantage. But what are you doing? Your main spells in Castle are Freeze, Freeze, Blast, Blast, and Tornado. And then usually you, a lot of people would use Incinerate or I had uh, started using a Giant Golem, which you guys have followed suit on in uh, the clan. That was the, the basis of it, right? There wasn't any change. Now, what are you doing? You you remove Incinerate or Giant Golem, and you add Myconid. Changes the game a little bit. It's all good. Both have it in the opening hand. We're both stopping at our towers, and then we start running at each other again. But then when you go to race, where I think it has a bigger impact, Myconid is a much more important part of your spell rotation. Think about all the spells being used in race. You have Freeze, Golem, Tornado, and Sludge. All are forecasting costs except for Sludge. Myconid gives you another great option at three mana. So what you have there, because of the Myconid right off the bat and being able to the Myconid stun the whole team, Sludge, you've only used six mana. Then what do you use after that? Days? That's eight mana. You've only used eight mana. And then you have your Myconid again, right? You're able to, beforehand, you had, you would use Freeze, Sludge, 
and Golem was your big three. Some people use Days. I like Days. Uh, next to Freeze, it just wasn't, it didn't do as much as it uh, needed to. And then, of course, Weaken as well. Some people use that. But now if you if you want to use Weaken, Days, Myconid, and Sludge, and use Days or Weaken, depending on where you're at, your rotation is eight mana. For every eight mana, you're, you're throwing a Myconid out there. Uh, you're throwing a Sludge out there. Those are huge, right? So... I think the impact is bigger because now the rotation of the spells in race is massive. And I've been playing some games with that, uh, with the Days, Sludge, and Myconid. And the people that are using Freeze are just being left behind. It's just too much because they use Freeze. Okay, I'm, I'm frozen for a bit, but then I keep going. But then they don't have a follow-up. By the time they freeze me in Myconid, I'm only one mana more to daze them on top of Myconid and Sludge. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's huge, yeah, yeah, this, huge impact. I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking about what you're saying now. I never thought about it that way. I guess it's the same thing as cycling aid, protect, and search, for example, in the campaign, right? So you right. basically have, you want to be able to get to your main spells as soon as possible. So if you're, if you're running Mykonid Sludge and you have Weaken and Days and Golems in there. You're, no, you no, no, no. You don't run Golems again. You use Freeze. Oh, you don't run running Golems at all? No, because you have Freeze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freeze and Mykonid, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, true. The, so then you, the Freeze yeah, is at the very end. So if you can save up the mana because you've all, you've been cycling this the small cycle, and all of a sudden, at the very end, it's a tight, close race, and it's like, freeze, see you later. I'm going to get to my castle. So it does work. Or weaken if you're not up to uh, uh, Okay, so basically, you, so basically you're cycling. Mykonid at three, Sludge at three, Days at two, which gives you the eight. So you keep on cycling those three spells, and you just give freeze towards the end as a, okay, dude, that's sneaky. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like I said, the people that are freezing me in the first part, before the first tower, I'm leaving them behind. Like as soon as they freeze me, I'm like, okay, game over. It's it, they they're not they're not cycling. And I even had somebody like uh, tornado me, and I was like, okay, I win this one. You're stopping me for three seconds with four mana. I'm stopping you for three seconds with three mana. They're doing it with four. I'm doing it with three because it's roughly three seconds. I think the uh, the stun. And yeah, so, so basically, from an efficiency perspective, you're so much more efficient than them over the course of the match that you just end up with. The, so you will end up with an extra spell or two in your hand compared to them. Yeah, so that spell alone, Mike, and it came into the fray and instantly flipped what your rotation should be. Because beforehand with, with the golems, it was almost like a, it was a slow rotation because you wanted your freeze in there as well, right? Days just sometimes didn't cut it unless it was days right after the sludge when you got the whole team together. Like that could work or even weaken. But with Mike and it, that if you're not running that cycle you're not running it efficiently, in my mind anyways. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I think in my spells for race, I've still got Sludge, Golems, Freeze, Myconid, and... Um, and you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might work for some, right? Like I've seen uh, well, a bunch of different things, but I just... Finally, we have something that's super efficient to be able to, to cycle through, to do what we want to yeah. do in race. Because you're just trying I to slow I'm them down, be, right? So... Yeah, I, guess I think I've just been in Castle mainly simply because it's been quicker. I've only run like about five races today, and most of them were against bots. And one one was against a lower level player, so I didn't use any spells. But I think overall, Mykonid, I think, is a spell that has changed the game like no other spell has. So I'm a huge fan for sure. And I don't know Whoa. when we'll get. Yeah. Mentioning that, in the patch notes today, Oscar mentioned Purify. An epic spell coming in, right? It would be interesting to see 
which event that comes in the next week or the one towards the end of the month. Because this is something the community has been asking for for a really long time, right? How do we break that chain of CC? So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read this straight from the patch notes. Purify, epic spell, removes debuffs in an area. And as you upgrade it, it grants immunity to debuffs for a short period of time. And that's where I think gets interesting, right? Because it's epic spell, how easy is it going to be to upgrade it? And at what level does it give you immunity for a period afterwards? Because if you were to drop sludge and then our favorite mushroom boy straight afterwards, as I'm coming out of the sludge and you drop mushroom boy and I hit purify, right? I should then hopefully be immune for say two or three seconds. Mm -hmm. So he could then die. It will remove sludge. My opponent dies and I carry on unaffected. It could work out that way. I guess we need to look at how much the spell will cost because how much does Meteor cost at the moment, right? Seven. Yeah, so if it's going to be seven, it's just going to be... Garbage. It's too expensive, yeah. <laughs> because with the with the rotation that you mentioned earlier, it's just not going to be viable then. Because but, you'll, still, you, you'll have something waiting for me as soon as the cleanse comes off, as soon as the purify is done. Well, we digress because we're actually talking about stuff we have no idea how it's going to work. Yeah, true. And we <laughs> still have... This is getting a little bit lengthy. We still haven't touched on my little Wrong. group, my group hugger. <laughs> I have to say, he is one of the most fun heroes I've had to play with. He's just big, wide arms, charging through, pushing everybody along. It's just a joy every time. I It brings a smile to my face every time. Is he really good? I think he's decent. But is he fun to play with? I think he's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's really all I have to say about this guy. He's, like, he's replaced Oto and my castle team. And I don't think I'll be going back to the jumper anytime soon. He's just a blast. He's no good in race whatsoever. So don't try him there. He's not worth <laughs> it. But he's just a ton of fun. And you know what I've done? I've used him in campaign where he was also boosted. And he's been amazing just so much fun yeah i mean i'm just looking at his stats at the moment right i got him at 16 so base health is 1480 defense is 513 protection is 562 and i've stuck my typical castle gear on him defense okay now his health is an additional 3000 health on top of that so you're looking at four and a half thousand health defense you're looking at 1800 but protection you're looking at 1800 as well which is probably double the amount that auto has right and what i think i double I, the amount that like has as well what, what i'm enjoying about him too is the way they built them most tanks that we we usually use for tanking is the three defense slots for gear and this one is two defense two magic slots which gives them a lot more different builds that if you wanted to actually go with a crit build, you actually could, giving him a couple of uh, rosettes if you have them, or a Lux Brooch if you're on the rare gear, and giving him something that actually does something with crit, like the uh, Razor Guard, and if you don't have that, uh, Blood Rose, whatever. Like it just, he's got, you can build him that way, and you can also build him more tanky, throw a couple of primordial eggs in his magic slots, you know, and, and I just think he's, it's a fun way to build him. And one of the tanks, uh, the other tanks that they've people are comparing them to is Methus. And while I think that they look very similar, they couldn't be any different. Yeah, I mean, Methus is just chunky, right? His health and his base stats and everything else, but his heals, right? I mean, basically, you can hit him and he'll just heal up. He just carries on. This is heals that can proc off uh, damage received, etc. And also when enemies are killed. So he can 
I mean, he has so many different ways that he can get health back, right? Now, Ram has the revenge ability, right? So, kill him up. Every five seconds, he has a chance to proc revenge. But the amount of CC that he provides versus Metis, Metis doesn't provide any CC at all, right? I guess in campaign, when you have enemies coming in from the sides, etc., how do you move your tank across, right? Metis, you can't move. Like, you can't move. But Ram has the ability to get in there, CC them to shift the focus of the DPS and onto him. Right. And uh, also... And I think that's going to be a big difference. And, and also, I found that in uh, campaigns where there's the, uh, what I call them, the baby chuckers, uh, the summoners that throw the little goblins, with Rom, you're saying, yeah, let me just, let me get closer, and then your your guys can actually start uh, hammering on the uh, the summoner himself, right? Instead of just dealing with constant the little guys and then if his uh, revenge uh goes off they kind of die on their own as you can keep pushing forward so he's good in certain places i don't think he's the best tank when it comes to campaign or levels or i did try him in waves he's terrible in waves even though he does have the revenge thing constantly going you can't use his ability uh i was at a higher level and i i was like okay, i just want to try and then i i picked up and then i missed somebody in the the push and what that did is it left my entire dps team and my healer completely open so it's basically you have a tank with no ability i'd rather have metis or like in there for that but because he doesn't do the trick but he's still yeah. fun right he's still fun at the lower levels for that but i think overall campaign and castle are where he's going to shine everywhere else he's kind of like eh, he's fine but yeah that's my thoughts on him well i agree i'm definitely looking forward to him to try him out on the campaign bus this weekend I love oh. the new dungeons. <laughs> yeah. So I think we've rambled on enough for tonight. Uh, show's getting a little long in the tooth. But there is a little segment that I would like to bring to the show, to end the show on a positive note, something random, whatever, uh, and call it Last Call. So for tonight's Last Call, I actually would like to take the, the lead on this one uh, because I would like to give a quick little shout out to somebody in the community for some of the work that they've done that nobody else has so far. And that's uh, Inzai and their uh, little artwork, their little comics that they've brought up. They've got two or three out right now. Most of them are used for their New Beginnings clan recruitment posters. And they're super fun. They're super cute, even to the point that one of their um, characters that they uh, drew became a reaction that Oscar made into a little reaction for us to use on the Discord server. I think it's great work, and I hope that they continue to do so to bring more. I'm looking forward to the next one that they bring out, and I just wanted to give a, a quick shout out. And if you haven't seen them, definitely go into the clan recruitment channel on the Darkfire Heroes official Discord server and go find them and check them out. They're super awesome. No, I 100% agree. The art has been absolutely fun. Everybody's loved it. So definitely, please check them out. And with that, we've come to the end of our show. So on behalf of Prabhu and myself, I would like to wish everyone a good night.